Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first TNA cast, the total non-stop audio cast on the beam. Since TNA doesn't want to use those letters anymore, TNA Wrestling, I figured I would since I'm a diehard TNA Wrestling fan, an Impact Wrestling fan, whatever they're calling themselves, we're now going to go by the TNA cast. I want to remind everybody you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash 9QA. I want to talk about the current state of professional wrestling and how it is overall. Notably, the WWE no longer has a death grip on professional wrestling as it did, let's just say, as little as um, three or four years ago. Today, if you're in professional wrestling, there's so many places to work, from New Japan Pro Wrestling to Ring of Honor to Impact Wrestling. And there used to only be Impact Wrestling. If you wanted to make significant money in professional wrestling, then you had to pretty much work for Impact Wrestling or the WWE. And if you wanted to make the most money, you had to work for the WWE. That's really changed. Impact Wrestling offers pretty significant large contracts. And now Ring of Honor, since they have gained so much power with Sinclair Broadcasting Group behind them. And then just the rise of New Japan Pro Wrestling has made them able to reach out and grab big name stars like Chris Jericho. And for the first time made wrestlers really, really consider if I can work here, meaning New Japan, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, do a half the dates and make just as much money as I do for the WWE, then why not? This is basically the same thing that brought so many guys from WCW over over from the WWF because they could come to WCW and work a fraction of the date, work a fraction of the dates, but make just as much money and sometimes more. And, and they chose to do that. And, and now there's Ring of Honor offering big name contracts. When you look at guys like Generation, me, um, the Young Bucks, if you look at those guys and you see them and you go, they're making just as much money as the top guys in the WWE and, and they're doing it without the WWE. And you look at guys like Kenny Omega who's making just as much money as the guy in the WWE. And then you see things like Wrestling Kingdom um, or WrestleMania as when I'm talking about like when you see that in pro wrestling magazines or pro wrestling websites where it's WrestleMania or Wrestling Kingdom. And then you have the Triple Mania show in Mexico. You start to realize that WrestleMania is no longer seen as the, the end-all be-all professional wrestling show. And you realize that WWE is losing this death grip that they've had on professional wrestling for so long. Because it used to be Starcade or WrestleMania. But then when WCW was bought, then that no longer, it was all, then it just became WrestleMania. And as WWE loses this death grip, there comes a reality that they have a need, not just a want, they have they have to be for that company to succeed under their current formula 
They have to be the number one wrestling company. There's no way WWE can be number two and still be in business because the simple reason is because the USA Network, the the television deals that they get, is what funds the what funds this company. The lifeblood of the WWE is its negotiations and their licensing deal. How much the USA Network pays for an episode of Monday Night Raw. And then you realize that a company like Impact Wrestling or Ring of Honor doesn't depend on that. You know, Impact Wrestling makes their a lot of revenue through the Twitch deal that they recently had. Um, they also make a lot of revenue through Pluto TV licensing deals. The future, the internet. Um, they, they they make significant amount of money, and they don't live and die by their their television deals. And, and there is no way the WWE can succeed without television, despite the fact that recently they cut their own legs when they launched the WWE Network. They cut their legs because it it took their pay-per-view format and it slashed it. It broke the legs of it off, which was a major revenue creator. And it pissed off your DirecTVs, your Dish Networks, your Time Warner Cables, uh, Spectrum. It made them mad. And and ultimately, they've been lowballed on contract offer after con. I'm talking about TV negotiations. And then with the decline in television ratings overall, and WWE's dependent on television ratings, and they're cutting their own legs off with the network, it becomes a spiral out of control problem for the WWE, and why everybody thinks it's all it's all great at the WWE. They have to produce Monday Night Raw. They have to produce SmackDown. They have to they have a major loan on their head. The the WWE network took out a the WWE took out a major loan to launch to launch the network and I said on Talk Wrestling Live, if you followed that, I said, look, the W this loan will be the death of the WWE because they can never pay it back. There's so many different ways to launch a network that is far more profitable. And if you look at what the Global Wrestling Network and Impact Wrestling are doing, you, you see that their network um, has been just as profitable, yet they've spent a fraction of the money to produce it and make it and create it. You look at N, uh, NJPW World's app, that's New Japan's wrestling's app, and their app is massively successful, and they produced it for a fraction of the cost. WWE produced an app. They spent a lot of money on it, and ultimately, the return has never came. And declining ratings doesn't help. A pay-per-view model that is completely flawed, it doesn't benefit anyone. A television contract system that just cannot work, you cannot depend on TV ratings, in the year 2018 and going forward because it's never going to work for you. The future is your apps. And it, the WWE knows that, but the problem is their formula was already designed around TV and then trying to change it over to the applications of smartphones and tablets and Roku and PlayStation Views, trying to change over to your Xboxes, change over to your game system ways of watching entertainment and the way we consume our digital media has changed the game 
yet WWE still number one contract as far as profitability is the USA Network. And therefore, they're in a problem. They have a big problem there. When they come up for renegotiation, there's no way that they will get the same amount of money they've lost on the past three negotiations. They, 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 they've tried and tried to get an NFL style deal. Um, and they were raw, SmackDown, NXT, everything they produce is on one network and no network touching it. Um, it's just too much content for a, a product that really doesn't deliver ratings at that level. And then you have, then you have companies like Impact Wrestling who don't need that. They don't need to have these massive gates of revenue from a television deal and that's why they basically could could do without pop pop is very insignificant in the building structure no disrespect to pop but is very insignificant in the building structure of the future of impact wrestling and then you look at look at what new what um the national wrestling alliance and billy corgan has basically built a company completely off youtube and i mean they've used other stuff but mainly it's youtube and you, you start to realize there is other formulas and these companies are becoming profitable without using the machine that is television or the WWE. And that spells a big problem for Vince because Vince can't do what these other companies are doing. He has to use that model because it's the only one who's going to pay five, six million dollars for an episode of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. And the other companies don't have the bills. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. And I predict the WWE is in, is in for a serious, serious fall. Especially when they start having the lack of ability to keep wrestlers under contract. Because now you look at a guy like AJ Styles. He could go work for New Japan. He could make the same thing he's making there. He could go work for Impact Wrestling. He could go work for Ring of Honor. And he could make the same level of money because... And he could do it, I'm sure he could do it for a fraction of the dates. Because here, here's the thing, and I, I talked about this to um, Felix, my co-host on Talk Wrestling Live. Um, if, if, let's say AJ Styles, John Cena, or CM Punk hits the market. These are not real numbers, they're just for the scenario. If, if John Cena is worth $5 million to the WWE, then that means he's worth about, again, not real numbers, but I'm just putting the math out there. If John Cena is worth $5 million to the WWE, then he is going to be worth about $10 million to Impact Wrestling. And he will be worth $30 million to Ring of Honor. And the reason because is because if John Cena is on the WWE program, He's not really going to move the needle, right? He's supposed to be there. It's pretty traditional. He's not going to move the needle per se. But if John Cena is on Impact Wrestling, whether it's true or not, they believe that he could move the needle. They could build the company. They could bring the company to where the WWE is currently. If he came to Ring of Honor, he could move the company. Now, why is it worth 10 and Impact and 30 and 30 million at Ring of Honor? is simple. Because if you could take Ring of Honor 
to where the WWE is. It's a bigger step, so the company stands to gain so much more from it. And if you could take Impact to where WWE, it's a little bit in between. And, and therefore, a guy like John Cena becomes more valuable, will be getting bigger contract offers from guys like Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling here in the near, near future. Now, if you think I'm crazy, or if you think I'm out of my mind, you need to realize how big Sinclair Broadcasting Group got this past year. They recently acquired their competition. Coca-Cola essentially bought Pepsi. Not That's a metaphor. They didn't have, but the, the main group, Basically, Sinclair Broadcasting Group owned about 50% of all local television in the United States. The company they bought basically owned the other 50%. And they bought that company, meaning Sinclair Broadcasting Group pretty much owns every local station in every market in the United States. Sometimes overlapping as many as four times with local television. Meaning they own all four of your local tele. If you got four networks, it's very po- four local networks. It's very possible that Ring of Honor's owner now owns all four. Where maybe they didn't own any or used to only own one. Now they'll own all of them. And this is across the board. Beyond that, Ring of Honor's owner also has acquired the, all the Foxes, that mean includes Fox News, they've also acquired the Food Network and WGN America, major networks before it was only local television that Sinclair was involved in. Now there's national networks, which ultimately sparks the thought that Ring of Honor could end up on a national network such as WGN America, which would be in just as many homes as Impact Wrestling and just as many homes as Monday Night Raw making them a major player with a lot of money behind them. And they could buy guys like John Cena, CM Punk. They could really change the game, put a three-hour show on. They could do whatever they want because the money is endless. With that, Ring of Honor would also be able to put their wrestlers on any commercial time. They could basically blacklist WWE from getting any local commercials. They could also... They could also blacklist Impact or anybody else they wanted to, but they could make sure that their company was seen as the premier wrestling company. And I'm telling you, your local network is most likely owned by Ring of Honor or the people who own Ring of Honor. And if they wanted to go to any city, this will be a hell of a marketing tool. As for the fact that they now own the Los Angeles Times, the newspaper, the Boston Herald, they they own so many mainstream um, newspapers, mainstream radio shows, and so many local television networks, and now so many. This is bigger than when WCW was owned by Time Warner because, yes, they own TBS, TNT, but WCW didn't own all the local channels. They owned a couple major networks. Now Sinclair owns a couple major networks along with all the local channels, a lot of your number one newspapers in America. I mean, it's now you can have who the next Ring of Honor World Champion is on the cover of the Los Angeles Times. And that's a game changer. Now, obviously, you wouldn't do that now because unless Ring of Honor was a national product, it wouldn't really be relevant. It would basically just kill the credibility of the LA Times. But if WGN was broadcasting this, Yes, you could manipulate the system a little bit and put the RRH World Champion on the cover of all these major newspapers. You could have it featured on all these local news 
you could also heavily feature it on uh, a major news network like Fox News. Um, obviously, you could feature it on some of the sports programs that also air on the Fox networks. There is a lot of power, and um, a lot of this hasn't even happened because it's such a major deal. The federal government actually tried to stop the merger because they thought Sinclair was getting so big. Sinclair Broadcasting Group was getting so big that it wasn't fair for other companies. And it's not. It really isn't. But as a wrestling fan, you got to love something like this. And it, it just goes without saying. So... This, once again, is Vince McMahon losing, losing, losing power. I mean, and then you look at what New Japan is doing. And then you have to... I personally would like to see Anthem, who owns Impact Wrestling, get in a business deal where they could bring the Fight Network, which, for those of you who do not know, the Fight Network is in pretty much every country except for the United States because this market is incredibly competitive. I'd like to see them rebrand one of the networks on no offense to people who like the food network but maybe that network's pretty available call that the fight network and bring the fight network programming and then put ring of honor on it put new japan on it and put impact wrestling on it and obviously the global wrestling network app could be featured um, for all these wrestling companies that are involved in this i'm telling you folks what isn't transpiring for the next two years in professional wrestling will change the game forever because Vince McMahon is no longer the only show in town and he's certainly not the only show offering real money to the top dogs in professional wrestling. He can't compete with all these companies because even if he could compete with a couple of them, now that there's so many, they're going to just overpower him with money offers. And the only thing he can do is put on a great product, but... Even at that, I think he will struggle because because he depends on the USA Network. And then it brings me to this. Does Vince realize what I realize? That the days of the WWE are numbered. And maybe that's why he's thinking about other things like the XFL. And I, I told Felix, I said, man, if the XFL has any success... You're going to see Vince McMahon watch, wash his hands of professional wrestling. Because he wants to be able to say when the WWE collapses that it's because I, I got out. If I would have been there, it would have never have happened. And if the XFL is successful, he sold um, $100 million worth of stock to fund the XFL. If the XFL has more success or any level of success... I fully expect Vince to sell more of his stock, more of his stock, and and then he would take the XFL to try to make it succeed more. So if it has any level of success, he'll try to put more money on it if he thinks that more money could create success, and it could. If, if you're kind of successful and you pour more money in it, there's a better chance that it's going to grab traction. <laughs> and then, then you start to think about... Now, now hear me out. Then you start to think about if a bunch of shareholders, a bunch of people in tuxedos that know nothing about professional wrestling get in a room, and you know I'm telling you the truth because we all heard about it, that us long-term wrestling fans all heard about the WCW days when the people 
that worked for Turner Broadcasting had absolutely no clue of what wrestling was. And actually, they didn't want a wrestling guy in control of WCW. And they went through a bunch of people who had no wrestling experience. They went through a bunch of people. And ultimately, they ended up putting the company in the control of Eric Bischoff under the belief that he wasn't a wrestling guy, even though he actually was. But they didn't realize that. It, but it, ultimately, that's why Eric Bischoff got power, because he was believed to be a non-wrestling guy. So there was a belief that if you're in wrestling, you're stupid. You know nothing. You, you know nothing. Well, a wrestling's fake, and, it sh- and if it was good, it would be real. And th- there's that belief. Well, here's that again. I think that if you put a bunch of WWE executives that are stockholders that know nothing about professional wrestling... They're going to quickly go, when Vince McMahon is no longer around, they're going to quickly start talking about the ratings. And when the ratings start plummeting, and they will plummet, um, when the ratings start to tank, if they lost that USA Network, it would get bad in a hurry. I mean a hurry. It would get really bad. Because there's no network that's going to pay what the USA Network is paying. Um that's ultimately why they went to Spike because USA didn't even want to pay it anymore. But and that you know Spike realized that it didn't make sense for them to pay it, and then they went back to USA for a fraction of the money. But needless to say, that if that happened in the USA deal, and at some point they won't renegotiate that deal, and WWE will get lowballed on their offer because they just won't be able to understand paying so much for an episode of Raw, and then with WWE making, they'll say, hey, look, you're making this money on the WWE network and you're not giving us a cut of it. So why don't you just do it yourself? You think you're so damn good. And ultimately that decision will be made and then the ratings will start to plummet and then you start seeing if Vince McMahon's out of the picture, uh, either he will die because age will catch up with him or because he has XFL'd his way out of the wrestling business. Either way, the down ratings spiraling out of control and then a bunch of WWE executives, shareholders that had no experience are starting to go, well, I think it would be better if this was real. And they start putting real mixed martial arts fights on a scripted wrestling program and it just turns wrestling fans off. Yeah, it sounds cool. Maybe you think initially MMA fights on a wrestling show. Um, that would be cool, you know. But there's actually another company doing that. It's called the UFC. And if you think you're going to do better than the UFC in mixed martial arts, you're actually out of your mind. Um, and, and it'll get more dismal because it'll just be bad, bad, bad programming. <laughs> and I mean, you're going to start to see a serious decline. Panic control. Panic, panic, panic. And... There will be a sell-off of the WWE. They will sell this company off. It'll probably... It's so big. I imagine that it'll be sold many different directions. I hope it will. I hope the video library goes many... I hope one person doesn't acquire the video library. Because I think that's a big big problem with the monopoly that is the WWE. So I hope that you'll see New Japan get some footage. I hope... Maybe you'll see the NWA Billy Corgan acquire his NWA footage. I hope you could see things like Starcade go back to the NWA. I, I hope that you could see um, all you know 
Jeff Jarrett take his own footage. Um, you know, any of these wrestlers that maybe buy their own wrestling matches, um, especially their big money matches. I, I, I hope you see this and I think this could, will, can and will happen. And it's going to happen a lot sooner than a lot of people think because at the next nego TV negotiations, the wrestling world will be turned upside down because will it have an immediate effect? No, but I think you'll start to see the ramifications of a, a bad USA deal. We'll start having cuts at the arenas. You're going to start seeing them slashing talent, um, figuring out how they're going to be able to produce a WWE network with a fraction of the talent how they're going to be able to keep a guy like AJ when he has so many other options, how they're going to be able to compete, make sure guys like CM Punk don't show up on somebody else's show with a fraction of the money. And there's going to be a lot of problems. And in 2020, the XFL is going to launch, and that's going to bring a lot of wrestling eyeballs away from the WWE. I, I think we are in for a snowball of devastation for the WWE and I don't think there's a lot of people that are ready I think that there's people up top at the WWE are seeing the numbers realizing we Houston we have a problem but um it this if you stood far away and you looked at it you could have seen this a long way out you could have said the business is changing and WWE's dependence on it look there's a reason why the NFL stepped back and created their own TV network. There's a reason why there is an NFL network. But there's not a lot of good games on there. Because at some point, that's their backup plan. If TV, if NBC and the big networks no longer want football, the NFL, they can always put those games on the NFL network. And it is a path of survival. There's a reason that was put into play years ago. Because they needed it. They had to have it. There's a reason why golf did the same thing. There, there's a, the reason is quite simple. Because they knew that one day the business would change. The ratings would, would be affected in different ways for unknown variables. Those variables are now known to be digital media. Um, and, you know, people DVRing. People just don't watch television the same way. And the fact... They don't watch it on television anymore. Now they watch it on their laptops and their cell phones. And when you take all that in, the WWE model just never kept up with the times. They just didn't do it. That's why you've seen them reach out and try to get a guy like Jeremy Borash. Because they think he, he gets it. He's ahead of the times. But he's going to be overwhelmed when you look at the contracts and you say, Look. How do we make SmackDown, Raw, NXT, 205? How do we take all these programs and, and make them profitable? And, and, and under a television format, it's not possible. And under a WWE network that depends on massive numbers because they have a massive amount of talent, it's not possible. And, and you start realizing the problems, they just cannot be fixed. They cannot be fixed. We, so we are looking at the number one wrestling company being Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and WWE getting thrown from the throne or just put out of business, which is far more likely because the fall from number one to number two is a lot slower 
than the fall from number two to completely out of business. Because when you're number one, the benefits from being number one, everyone wants to play where you're at. They all want to play at Yankee Stadium. Everyone wants to headline WrestleMania. When you're no longer that, when you're no longer that on the marquee, you don't, no offense, but no one is jumping Right now, no one is jumping out of their seat to go headline Ring of Honor Supercard, right? They're, they're not killing themselves to be there. And it's simply because it's not the number one dance. If it was the number one dance, it would change the game forever. And that, that's, what, that's why WCW beat the WWF's ass for 82 straight weeks. Because when it started to happen, it had a snowball effect. And what I think today, the snowball will be even bigger because the WWE is even bigger than it was back then. And hold on, folks. I'm a professional wrestling fan, and I don't think these are bad times. I don't. I think these are very, very good times to be a professional wrestling fan. I think the collapse of the WWE's death grip on professional wrestling. It is a great thing. I think it's a great, great thing because for those who think, well, if the WWE goes out of business, there's going to be a huge void. No, there won't. New Japan will come right in. Impact Wrestling will fill that void. Ring of Honor will fill that void. Combat Zone, there's so many companies. Combat Zone Wrestling, so many companies that are eager and jumping at the bit to fill the void because they would go on the USA Network for a fraction of the cost and a cost that the USA Network would be willing to pay. They could get the same level ratings for a fraction of the money, which is the same scenario that every wrestler is going to face. I can get less dates and make just as much money. If a television network says, look, I can put Ring of Honor, I can put Impact Wrestling, I can get the same ratings, maybe even a littler rating. But I can get big ratings for a fraction of the cost. Why the hell not? Anyways, this has been Ken Jones with the TNA cast. And I'm signing off.